answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! This is Larry Connors USA. Larry Connors USA. It's been held for trial. They should be able to have the ability to see the tapes. They should be able to use the tapes. I don't know if he was able to use the tapes during that. But I also believe in America you need equal justice. I've watched what transpired in America, the burning of courthouses. Look, I don't condone anything that happened on January 6th. I don't like what happened on January 6th, right? Right. Um, but I watched the courthouses get burned in Seattle. I watched them attack federal employees. I watched what happened here. And no one getting arrested. No one being held up to justice. I think in America you want equal justice and that's what's that is exactly what we want equal justice in this nation that is house speaker kevin mccarthy thank you for joining us for the larry connor's usa daily report here on march 9 2023 house speaker kevin mccarthy of course took those january 6 videos they were never given to lawyers defending anyone charged with any violence on january 6 such as q shenaman who was looking like an Indian wearing buffalo horns, convicted, sentenced to four years. Why? What did he do? Where's the video that shows he did anything other than being in the Capitol? There is none. There is none because if there were any video, you would be seeing it on a constant cycle in state-controlled media. They just have pictures of him walking around the Capitol, which is partly what Tucker Carlson, when he started showing some of these videos, said, for the most part, The events of January 6th were peaceful. That incensed people. Yes, there was a battle at some of the front gates and lines between some protesters and some police. But for the most part, that was a small microcosm of what was going on. And Tucker Carlson still defends what he's been presenting. That video was recorded 26 months to the day before, January 6th, 2021. And for 26 months, that footage was held from the American public. The January 6th committee made certain. Now, the Justice Department also kept a lid on that video footage. And in fact, in some cases, DOJ did not share it with criminal defendants who'd been charged on January 6th in violation of their constitutional rights. That is a key point. They're supposed to see everything you have against them. But not only that, aside from the January 6th committee being fully politicized, but they were lying about how much video they had. Listen to Senator, or rather Congressman McCarthy. Well, this is all about transparency, and it won't just be to Tucker. Like any news organization, different people get exclusives. We watched during the January 6th, CNN would have exclusives all the time, and nobody complained. CNN actually got to be in the Statuary Hall for a whole hour for their own show. You've watched that January 6th would release only certain tapes. I think it's better for transparency that anyone can make their own decision up. And as we walk through these... These are many more hours of tapes than the January 6th committee told us. It's not 14,000, it's 42,000 hours. That's a big difference, not 14,000 hours, but 42,000. Who was doing the cherry picking? Well, of course, the January 6th committee showing you only the combative issues. And if they'd been honest up front, you wouldn't have this stuff being released to Tucker Carlson being such a big thing. 
But, of course, you've got Senator Schumer says, I now want to censor all of this stuff. In other words, he wants to violate your First Amendment. Rupert Murdoch, who has admitted they were lies and said he regretted it, has a special obligation to stop Tucker Carlson from going on tonight now that he's seen how he has perverted and slimed the truth and from letting him go on again and again and again. Not because their views deserve such a program, but because our democracy depends on it. Yeah, right. Our democracy, while you shovel the First Amendment under the passing bus. And we've got Republican senators joining him. Mitch McConnell, one of them. Mitch, by the way, is in the hospital suffering possible concussion after a fall at a hotel. Wish him well. But you've got other rhino Republicans taking the same attitude. And, of course, the leftist media, state-controlled media, first of all, they are PO'd that they didn't get the tapes. Well, if they'd gotten the tapes, they would have only had the 14,000. They were going to show you the 14,000 hours, the same ones the committee was showing, showing everything was a battle, constant battle. When, in fact, the rest of the video shows people just walking around, not an issue at all. But now listen to this exchange between a former D.C. patrolman who was on duty that day and... CNN and Cotton, Cottonmouth Cooper. What Tucker Carlson forgot to talk about, like you said earlier, is the 140 officers like myself that were severely injured as a result of this violent insurrection and attack on our capital. You know, I mean, the idea of Tucker Carlson being in that mob that day and not wetting his pants is hard to imagine. I mean, th- th- I, I find it hard to understand somebody who never put himself in harm's way in, in any capacity for anyone else uh, or on reporting a story um, and yet has the audacity to try to rewrite history. I mean, that, that's what this is. It, it is an attempt to rewrite history on what is one of the most consequential, you know, certainly one of the biggest events in American democracy and the, the biggest threats to American democracy. Yeah, that's what Anderson Cooper said, and and you heard him say it. I'm not going to bother letting you hear it again, but he said, I think he'd wet his pants. Isn't Cooper strong and brave? Again, if all of this stuff had actually been made public in the beginning, maybe they wouldn't be so reactive. Oh, maybe again they would. Congressman McCarthy says we are going to make everything available in time. Coming up in today's daily report, there was a time that there was a real, a true insurgency, I should say, at the Capitol. In fact, shots were fired at legislators, hitting some of them. We'll get into that history lesson. And also a time when General MacArthur was ordered to get these people off the White House lawn. He sent the cavalry, the infantry, tanks, and machine guns against protesters at the White House. You didn't know that story? You're going to hear it before we wrap up today. Plus a lawsuit claiming that the FDA has no authority, no authority to allow sales of an abortion pill. Yeah, you heard me right. The FDA has no authority. Lock and load. Ready on the right. I want to share something special with you. I've told you how Wellington Environmental works to keep hospitals, schools, businesses safe for their patients, 
students, clients, employees. Wellington can do the same for you. Perfect example. A relative went to the basement, almost knocked over by the smell. A sewer line had broken. A call to Wellington, a crew was dispatched. First thing, make the home safe. Then clean up the mess. Truly clean it up. I'm telling you this because I want the best for you. Wellington Environmental. Here's the number, 314-644-4930. 644-4930. AAA rating with the Better Business Bureau. 644-4930. Wellington Environmental. Your world. Cleaner, better, safer. Be well with Wellington. You can text Larry right now at Larry Connors USA Facebook. Larry Connors USA Facebook. This is Larry Connors USA. Larry Connors USA. Welcome back. We have talked before about the abortion pill. Now, this is not the morning after pill where if it's taken within a certain amount of time, the embryo will never be implanted by sperm. We're talking about an actual abortion pill, which is taken by the pregnant woman. And yes, only a woman can get pregnant. Let's make that very clear here. In the human species, only a woman can get pregnant. But they will take this pill that basically becomes an acid and destroys with acid, the fetus, the baby. The FDA gave approval for this to be used some time ago, back in uh, 2000. Now there's a group filing a lawsuit, a coalition of national medical associations and doctors say the FDA lacks authority to do this. Well, First source I go to is Sarah Partial Perry, Heritage Foundation, legal expert, also contributes to the Daily Signal on this very subject. Sarah, glad to have you back on board. Thanks for having me, Larry. So the way I laid it out here is kind of the beginning of your article. First of all, the pill itself is being sold now and is sometimes being sold in by mail order now, isn't it? Because some states have tried to ban it to begin with. Is that right? Well, 19 states have already enacted restrictions on the use of chemical abortion pills, and they actually are following the law appropriately. In fact, the Department of Justice issued an advisory opinion to the U.S. Postal Service saying, we know that there's a law on the books that bans interstate shipments of abortifacients, but we think that in the case that we're currently seeing it, it matters what the intent of the sender is. and What, well, what is, the, is the intent of the sender is to help somebody abort a baby? Is, is that there questionable? You, there you go. But what they interpreted this law, called the Comstock Act, it appears in the U.S. Criminal Code at Section 1461, ultimately indicates that it is a strict liability offense. That means if you ship abortion pills over state lines, you can face a federal offense. But the Department of Justice doesn't want to admit that fact. And so they're ignoring the plain letter of the law and have actually indicated 
that they will not be enforcing the Comstock Act going forward. Now, that has not stopped 19 states from restricting these abortion pills, even though big CBS chains and for a while the Walgreens chain indicated that they were going to sell these through commercial retail pharmacies. Obviously, since the Dobbs decision last summer, states have been doing everything they can to restrict or enhance abortion rights based on what the particular political composition is in those state chambers. So what we're seeing now, Larry, is ultimately a patchwork of laws in every state, but one overarching law, and that is this Comstock Act, which prevents the shipment of these pills over state lines, quite frankly. That's the only way to get them. Well, there's several several roads I want to go down. Uh, let, let's begin with the pharmacies that are, we're going to be selling them even in their store, so it's not shipped over line specifically to an address and so forth. I mean, that, that that's what they meant originally by shipping. Is that correct? Well, it is, except for the fact that those particular pharmacy chains have to get them from somewhere. And unless the manufacturer is located okay. and is manufacturing in the state, and so it's only shipping them to these retail pharmacies for use within state boundaries. That would not be illegal under the Comstock Act. But All right, so example, that's what I wanted to clarify. That would also be a violation then. Right. So they would have to be shipping over state lines. So if, for example, a CVS in Atlanta needs to purchase and distribute abortifacients that are manufactured in Columbus, that manufacturer would have to ship them to that CBS, and that's a violation of the Comstock Act. Now, we haven't heard much about this up to this point, and that's because with Roe versus Wade in place, this particular law was not being enforced. There was no incentive, and quite frankly, it would have been con- considered by the previous court to be an impermissible restriction on what was once viewed as a woman's constitutional right to get an abortion well now that the supreme court has rectified that we're hearing a lot more about this and what what about the issue of of free trade i mean that that also entered the the picture for those who say we have a right to ship it free trade it doesn't and i'm going to tell you why because this particular act has been reauthorized no fewer than four times and every time that there has been contrary arguments brought up Those particular arguments have been defeated. It has not been modified since its most recent reauthorization in 1947. And ultimately, there was an attempt in 1997 to limit the use of abortifacients by taking that language out specifically, and it failed on the House floor. Both the House and the Chamber had Democratic representatives and senators say, well, we want to make sure that we can at least protect abortion. Let's take the abortion pill language out of the Comstock Act. It failed. So since right. 1873, this law has contained restrictions for abortion. 1873, you said? 1873. Okay. Now, I know that I want to say it's, I want to say CBS, could be Walgreens. They have made it clear that in some red states, they will not be selling it. Because they fear that the states have already made it clear, if you sell an abortion pill and there's any harm that comes from it, aside from killing a baby, if the woman suffers some harm and wants to file suit, we will join them. And so 
CBS, Walgreens, whichever one it was, they don't want to be embroiled in a civil lawsuit to that extent with damages and monies and punitive and everything else on top. That's exactly it. And it was Walgreens, 19 red states. Walgreens has ultimately said, all right, we cave on this front. We know that abortion is restricted in these 19 states, and we can see this perspective as potentially legal in the Comstock Act. Let's not ship abortive patients or sell them in a state where we know these Republican governors and Republican attorney generals are going to do their darndest to make sure that these pills do not get into the hands of women trying to abort their unborn children. So we know at least for those 19 states, states, Walgreens will not be distributing. But in the other states where abortion is not restricted or is restricted only after a certain point, predominantly blue states or purple states, Walgreens and CVS have all said that they are going to be distributing these abortion pills through retail pharmacies. I think, Larry, it's because a lot of these states see the writing on the wall. They recognize that the weight of federal law is against them, that there's a federal law banning interstate shipment of these pills. It's been on the books for 150 years. It's never changed. And ultimately, it's a state's rights ability, an issue to be able to restrict abortion, even by the use of abortion pills. All right, so, uh, and again, you're listening, by the way, folks, to Sarah Parshall Perry, a heritage expert on constitutional law, also contributor to the Daily Signal, the publication arm of the heritage. And uh, you point out the Coalition of National Medical Association and Doctors Experiencing Caring for Pregnant and Post-Abortive Women have requested that the court find the FDA approval of the pill and its years of subsequent loosening of restrictions to be unlawful. And then there's a complaint from those who say that, and you have it in here, abortion is a therapeutic benefit to treat the serious illness of pregnancy. What? It doesn't pass the straight face test. No, no, it doesn't. No, and in, in fact, that adds another complication layer to this entire discussion on abortion pills. This is perhaps the hottest national debate going. That's because if this lawsuit is successful, it could temporarily or even permanently suspend the FDA's approval of the true drug regimen used for abortion. That's misipistrone and misoprax. We used to call them RU486 back in the 80s and 90s when uh, I started sort of discussing and debating these issues. And I will tell you that there is a very good likelihood that Judge Kaczmarek, who is hearing the case in federal court in Texas, will find that the FDA overstepped its authority. Now, it had to, on a fast-track approval, just like you said, Larry, fancies as a serious or life-threatening illness. That's what they classified pregnancy as. All right. And then they had to treat abortion pill as a therapeutic benefit. They <laughs> also didn't do the required research. Benefit for the woman, not so much for the baby. But this is, I described it as taking an acid and putting it into the womb, and it's going to be limited to killing the fetus. Now, who's to say it's going to be limited to the womb and not go elsewhere in the woman's body? Well, and that's exactly it. In fact, part of the problem 
is that these particular pills are highly complicating. In fact, a woman who takes an abortion pill is six times more likely to end up at the emergency room than even a woman who has a surgical abortion. That's because with these extended guidelines from the FDA, thank you, Biden administration, and the COVID pandemic, a woman can take an abortion pill in the solitude of her own home, doesn't have to show up in a doctor's office, doesn't need a follow-up visit, doesn't need a follow-up exam. And ultimately, these young women in particular, 15 to 18-year-olds who are taking these pills in a moment of desperation, are finding themselves hemorrhaging with ectopic pregnancies right. and complete miscarriages. And it really is a risk to the health and safety of the public, which is precisely the FDA's mission to protect in the first place. In, in, in the last 30 seconds here or so, what about is this whole effort shutting down the shipment of pills across and going medical instead of going into the clinic? Is this going to damage, if not wipe out Planned Parenthood? Well, I will tell you that there's a very good possibility that if we cut off the funding ticket, Larry, and if we remove the possibility of using abortion pills, especially those shipped across state lines, that 50% of American abortions that are performed with abortion pills is going to take a significant hit, and that's a great outcome for the unborn in America. Well, of course, the Planned Parenthood says we do a lot of things to help women. We teach contraception. We check for breast cancer. So I guess they can continue down that line, but that's not where they want to go anyway, is it? Well, that doesn't ring the cash register, unfortunately, <laughs> Larry, and it's not 90% of their business. No, you're right. Sarah Partial Perry, as usual, we certainly appreciate it. Very insightful. The FDA lacking authority to approve abortion pills according to the lawsuit, but then you go back to trade laws. Wow, that's amazing. Thank you again for your time. Thanks, Larry. You bet. You know, the thing that keeps coming to my mind on these things is I thought the first rule for a physician is first, first, do no harm. It's hard to find a car you like, but here's an easier way. AckermanToyota.com. In a flash, you're going to see new and pre-owned. You can quickly select which model you want, price, colors, options, get details on financing, lifetime oil changes, lifetime engine warranty. Just click AckermanToyota.com. AckermanToyota.com. Ackerman Toyota at Hampton, just north of Interstate 44. Ackerman Toyota for life. This time of year, heavy rains, high winds, they can hit. And if you have any loose shingles, even the smallest hole in your roof, you're taking a major gamble with your biggest investment. I can tell you from personal experience, do not wait until you have water where it shouldn't be. Don't forget that John Bill has disaster crews, which can at least cover your roof until the damage can be fully repaired. Homeowner, business owner, call John Beal. 1-800-NEW-ROOF. 1-800-NEW-ROOF. You can run on for a long time. Run on for a long time. Run on for a long time. Sooner or later, we got to cut you down. This is Larry Connors USA. Larry Connors USA. 
Gain of function research has long been controversial within the scientific community. In my own opinion, COVID-19 pandemic presents a case study on the potential dangers of such research. While many believe that gain of function research is critical to get ahead of viruses by developing vaccines, in this case, I believe it was the exact opposite. Unleashing a new virus to the world without any means of stopping it and resulting in the deaths of millions of people. Because of this, it's my opinion that we should call for a moratorium on gain-of-function research until we have a broader debate and we come to a consensus at a community about the value of gain-of-function research. This debate should not be limited to the scientific community. That's a pretty good point to be made. That is Dr. Robert Redfield, former director of the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, testifying yesterday in a House Select Subcommittee on coronavirus and the pandemic, looking at the origins of COVID-19. He's convinced it came out of the lab, that it was educated in the lab to attack human tissue, that it was gain-of-function research, contrary to what you've been hearing from Dr. Fake. That no, we're not doing that. Yes, they were. In fact, he was asked while testifying, is it likely that American tax dollars funded the gain-of-function research that created COVID? He said, I think there's no doubt whatsoever. U.S. dollars from NIH, the State Department, and Department of Defense. In other words, we were sending U.S. dollars to China, to the Wuhan lab, to carry out gain-of-function investigations. Now, let's put this in context. There is a legitimate reason to be examining what viruses might exist and might be weaponized against Americans or anyone, and then look for some antidote, some way to fight it. But you've got to be so cautious and careful in how it's done. Protocols above protocols above protocols have to be in place to make sure there's no leak or that someone doesn't slip something out intentionally. And even then, you might have something that might have happened at the Wuhan lab, a leak of some type. But the issue of us sending U.S. dollars to a Chinese lab is just stupid. China is an enemy of the U.S. They want to control and destroy us and monopolize the world. Of course, they tell the Russians, hey, we'll do it together. They don't really mean to include the Russians. They want it all. They want you at their feet, bowing to them constantly, or off with your head. And we're allowing this kind of research, using U.S. taxpayer dollars, to take place in a lab that we're not even allowed to enter. We can't even put people in place to kind of watch over what they're doing and how they're doing it. No, it's very, very secret. Eyes only. Chinese spies. Eyes only. Communist Chinese spies only. There was our first mistake, and Dr. Fake has played a big part in what money went to the Wuhan lab. This is just the beginning of some of the inquiries being carried out by Republicans, especially the House, to get some kind of answers 
about COVID. And if you're going to follow the science, here's Dr. Robert Redfield, former director of the CDC, saying, I don't think we should do this until we have a broad debate, and it should not be limited to the scientific community. Let's get everyone involved to understand it better. Back on the subject of uh, January 6th, Benny Thompson, chair of the January 6th committee, said, we never actually ever saw any of the video that's being presented now. We had a team of employees who went through the video. We never looked at it. Some investigation, huh? How about this for history? So there's a storyline we've been getting from this January 6th event that it's an insurrection. I've told you repeatedly, you cannot call it an insurrection. Well, you can, but you're being wrong. It was not an attempt to overthrow the government. Only one gun found. It was not even used or even flashed. It was found on one of the members who were protesting. And I don't know if they were doing anything violent at the time, but they were caring. So that was a charge. Let me remind you, for those of you who are not familiar with it, that we actually had a time that we had an assault on the Capitol, inside the Capitol, uh, by Puerto Rican nationalists, 1954. There was a shooting inside the U.S. Capitol. Four Puerto Rican nationalists trying to promote the cause of Puerto Rico's independence from U.S. rule fired 30 rounds from semi-automatic pistols onto the legislative floor on the ladies' gallery, and they hit numerous members of the legislature, killed none, seriously hurt one. They were later caught, and then in turn, in time, uh, after they'd been convicted, Jimmy Carter set them free. Now, that's not a knock on Carter. I'm just giving you the history of it. October 1954, the jury found all the defendants guilty of conspiracy, and they were ordered to six additional years in prison. The first jury trial they had in July of 54, they were all accused of seditious conspiracy, then they went on to be charged with attack directly on Congress trying to overthrow the government of the United States. That's what folks nowadays would say happened January 6th. That's not what was going on. They were not trying to overthrow the U.S. government. These guys did, and they went in prepared with rifles and pistols, or pistols, I should say. One of them got released in 73, and then in 79, Carter commuted the sentences of the remaining. So they were held in jail from 54 to 79, 25 years. They were given 70-plus year sentences. There was a plan by still another, all four of these, by the way, were sent to different prisons, But there was a plan on another one who was arrested following involvement in the attempted assassination of President Harry S. Truman in 1950 previously. That was a real insurrection effort. Now, they were not going to be successful in actually overthrowing the government. But they made their cause clear that they wanted to be free of 
U.S. control in Puerto Rico. But it happened right on the House floor. Bullets were flying. Some 30 shots fired, hitting five different lawmakers. One of those firings said, I never aimed at anyone. I was shooting into the ceiling. I wasn't trying to hit anyone. So she was still convicted because she was part of the group that was doing the firing. And then there's the Bonus Army March on D.C. That story still to come. You are listening to Larry Connors, USA. So put this on your calendar, May the 1st. Napoli C will open on the streets of St. Charles, right next door to Napoli 3. Napoli C will have the finest seafood, lobster, crab, caviar. May 1st, Napoli C opens on the streets of St. Charles, right next door to Napoli 3, which is also open for lunch and on Sundays. You can find me at Cafe Napoli. In Clayton, Town and Country, Streets of St. Charles, and then May 1st, Napoli C. This is Larry Connors USA. Larry Connors USA. U.S. Congress uh, back in 1776 decided to come up with wartime military bonuses to make a payment difference between what a soldier would earn and what he could have earned if he were not enlisted. That was called a bonus pay. Well, there was a bonus, several different bonus army marches because he felt they weren't getting up enough money, but particularly after World War One, members of the bonus army camped in a, what they called Hooverville on the White House lawn. Tanks were brought in to break them up and included women and children that were in there with them. And they were threatening to shoot if they did not leave the lawn, which they did not do right away. Uh, you would have thought that nothing's like that has ever happened on our Capitol grounds. It has, and on the grounds of the White House. The commissioners asked the White House for federal troops who were passed the request Secretary of War, who told MacArthur to take action to disperse them. And then you had cavalry, infantry, tanks, and machine guns pushing the bonus marchers out of D.C. and off the grounds. Army Intel report claimed that some of those might have been motivated by communists mixed in with them. The bonus marchers later said, we had no communists that we knew of. We wouldn't allow them. But yeah, there probably were some communists mixing in with them. Hey, it's an attack on D.C. and the U.S. of America. We're going to take part in it as well. They were there because they didn't have jobs. They were trying to get some kind of money, their bonus pay, they were expecting. But as far as letting communists join them, they said, no, our slogan is ice front, not left. Remember our pledge, one nation under God. <laughs> 